From my hometown, Nashville, Tennessee, welcome to Spotlighting the Indie Author. Today's podcast is a book review of The Rise of Light. The author of this Christian fantasy novel, Max B. Sternberg. When searching for the book and its author on the web, Rise is spelled R-H-I-S-E. And Sternberg, S-T-E-R-N-B-E-R-G. Hey gang, I'm Nina Turmsey, co-host for today's podcast, along with... Hi everyone, I'm Joseph Clay. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast that shines a light on the indie author with book reviews and interviews with a dab of writing wisdom tossed in. But wait, there is more. Uh, more indeed. During the last show, an author chat with Max B. Sternberg, we mentioned that we would be giving away an autographed paperback of The Rise of Light. And the details of how to enter would be in this show. We'll put a link in the show notes to the author chat with Max. Now hold on tight as the details of how to enter to win an autographed paperback copy of The Rise of Light by Max B. Sternberg is coming right up, along with a review of the book, of course. All right, listeners, get your note-taking devices ready. During today's show, we will give you the answer to the following question. What is the name of the series that The Rise of Light is a part of? The answer to that question will be revealed at some point from this point on. So make sure you listen closely to the entire show. When you hear the answer to the question, jot it down. And after the podcast, submit your entry to Spotlighting the Indie Author at josephyclay.com. Place in the subject line of your email book giveaway E33. Place your answer in the body of the email. Only one entry per email address. The affiliates and employees of josephyclegg.com and its divisions are not eligible to enter. All entries must be in by June 24, 2021. The winning entry will be drawn from all the correct entries submitted on June the 25th, 2021. The winner will be notified by email and mentioned in the July 15th, 2021 podcast. Didn't get the email address for the submission? No problem. You can find the email address in the show notes, or you can use the contact form found on the podcast website. Remember, you can't win the autographed copy if you don't enter. Now, to the book review of The Rise of Light by Max B. Sternberg. The Rise of Light moved from pre-order to published status today, June 1st, 2021. At this time, the tale is available in two formats. The ebook, which is 2,750 kilobytes and sells for $3.99. And is available through Kindle Unlimited Program, which means you may get it for free. <laughs> the paperback measures 5 inches by 8 inches, contains 355 pages, and sells for $14.99. Those prices were current at date of recording. Of course, if you're an Amazon Prime member or you have a Kindle Unlimited membership, those prices may differ. Spotlighting the Indie Author purchased a couple of paperback formats for this review and to support the Indie Author. Remember, you too can support the Indie Author by rating and reviewing their books on the outlet you purchased them from and on Goodreads. 
A rating and review is free for you to do, but it's priceless to that author. We mentioned last week we were in talks with Max about maybe giving away a hardback autographed copy of The Rise of Light. Due to circumstances out of Max's control, the hard format release date has been moved to August 1st, 2021. When released, the hardback will be 6 inches by 9 inches and contain 292 pages. The hardback will sell for $23.99. August the 1st is also the predicted release date of the audiobook of The Rise of Light, narrated by the author himself. To make sure you do not miss when these two formats are released, we suggest you sign up for Max's newsletter found on his website and follow Max on Facebook and or on MeWe. All those links can be found in the show notes. Now, I'll recite the book blurb found on Amazon. This is not your typical Christian fiction story. The entirety of living civilization stands on the very brink of death. Undead hordes have rampaged across the world. Determined to do his part, Leon Rise left his wealthy father's estate and chose to defend the last living kingdom by joining the military. It had seemed to be a good idea at the time. After his career in the airship Navy came to an abrupt end, Leon arrived home, hoping for a warm reception. Instead, he was abruptly tossed out. Disowned, unemployed, and friendless, all hope seems lost. Then Leon discovers a mysterious relic, which opens up the possibility of him becoming a judge, a hero of legend, one that has not been seen for centuries. As Leon travels the road less taken, his destiny converges with newfound companions, each one surrounded by mystery. Advised by strange beings in dreams and visions, Leon learns that the undead onslaught the world has suffered is part of a much larger problem. A solution can be found by learning about the forgotten being known as Adonai. But the world is ending and time is running out. Delve into a world that brings a unique twist and interpretation to faith-based high fantasy. With emotional highs and lows, certain peril, dysfunction, and humor, tough questions are asked, and answers will come to light. Now let's start the review of The Rise of Light by looking at it from a publisher's perspective. Welcome to From a Publisher's Perspective, brought to you by Thunderhorse Publishing, an indie author's best friend. Featuring indie author book reviews, writing tips, and publishing services. Now to the hosts of, from a publisher's perspective, Joseph Clay and Nina Turnipseed. The blurb for The Rise of Light comes in at 226 words. That is almost 50 words over the high end of the ideal blurb length. That is true, but you must agree the blurb is written well and contains all the necessary ingredients for a superb blurb. I agree. Considering this is Max's debut novel, I was impressed with it, since it has been a while since we conveyed what a publisher looks for in a blurb. Maybe we can cover that. It has been spoken, so it shall be done. Listen up, indie authors. Here is the writing tip for today's show. What makes a good blurb? While a blurb needs to contain 
enough information to give potential readers a reason to read on. It should not be long, between 125 to 175 words. A 150-word blurb is ideal. Blurbs, especially good ones, are hard to write. The goal of the blurb is to capture and communicate the essence of a book and of course contain the hook. Within those few words the blurb needs to describe the protagonist, highlight the genre, and reveal the central conflict, while at the same time, making sure to omit any signs of resolution. Ideal blurbs leave readers, so curious, about what secrets await them between the covers, they desire to find out more. That's when readers buy books. Since the blurb and front cover work in tandem to sell a book, well, not so much in today's world, where everything is bought online, but when selling in a brick-and-mortar store, it still holds true. Although the front cover reflects the story, I thought it was rather bland. The colors were great and blended well, but this book falls in the Christian fantasy genre. And to me, the cover does not reflect that. I agree, but I like the simplicity of a cover that foreshadowed what was to come within the book. I'm also glad to see that Max didn't go with a cookie-cutter book cover. Now to the interior. Save the editing comments till the end. I had planned to. First on my list is characters. This author, Max B. Sternberg, has character development down. The characters in the book are strong. The author brought out their saving graces along with their faults. The dialogue for each character is unique and at times humorous. This helps in giving the characters a personality. Well done, Max. The formatting of the book for the most part was done well. The glaring issue that I ran across was with the prologue. It was not listed in the table of contents. We all know how I feel about prologues. In case you don't, I'll sum it up in three words. Don't use them. Why? Studies show that most of the time a prologue is not read by the reader. I'm not the only person who thinks that way. For instance, Elmore Leonard's Rule number two in his book, Elmore Leonard's Ten Rules of Writing States Avoid Using Prologues. The Rise of Light prologue also takes place a month before the story begins. That is not a large gap in time, so the prologue could have started the story as chapter one. Plus, during certain scenes within the book, what happened in the prologue is revisited with greater detail. My next issue, a prologue stands alone and should be placed before chapters or parts. Max uses acts instead of parts. I agree the prologue needs to be moved and placed in front of Act 1. I would also suggest that the prologue from The Rise of Light be trimmed a bit as it is long. There is no set word length for a prologue, but as one agent put it, the length of a prologue depends on the nature of the story but it is best to keep it trim. One to five pages should suffice. I don't mind prologues if they fit the story, and I do like them fairly short, says Agent Andrea Hurst, president of Andrea Hurst & Associates. That quote is from a blog title, The Pleasures and Perils of Prologues. Here are some tips on how to use one skillfully and when not to use one at all. It's found on the writer website. We'll put a link to that blog in the show notes. 
Max also used an epilogue, which I thought was well-written and leads to the next book in the Darkness Overcome series. Unlike the prologue, the epilogue is listed in the Table of Contents. Now to the story itself. For this to be Max B. Sternberg's first novel, I was impressed with the plot and the storyline. Both were solid, making this an enjoyable read. The research that went into this high fantasy novel showed in Max's writing. That it did. I was impressed when Max told me in the author chat that he outlined all three books in the Darkness Overcome series, The Rise of Light, which is the first book in that series, at the same time. I would say for Max's first book, his writing is above average. I can agree with that. But like all authors, he has room to grow. I would like to see this author focus on showing more and telling less. This can be done by invoking the five senses of the reader. I would also like to see Max tone back on some of the descriptions and once something is described, don't describe it again. There is a fine line between too much detail and not enough, and finding that zone can be difficult for new authors and those who have been writing for a while. With all that said, I'm confident that as this author writes more, his skills in those areas will sharpen as he matures in his writing. I think what will help Max the most is a professional editor. When most people hear the word editor, they immediately think about someone who catches spelling, punctuation, and grammar errors. That is true about what people think about editors, but that's only the tip of the iceberg. And yes, I do think a professional editor would benefit Max a great deal in his growth as an author. This book does have some issues with editing. As far as spelling, grammar, and punctuation, that was almost flawless with no glaring issues. However, there were issues with info dumping and flow of story, along with excessive amount of narration that was repeated on occasion. A professional editor would have brought up some of these issues and the author could have corrected them. This would have made a great book even better. That is true and brings us to this question. Does Max's debut novel meet industry standards? Or do we need to flush it down the toilet? Thus ending the review right here and now. From a publisher's perspective, The Rise of Light by Max B. Stoneberg is a brilliant and strong story. That story outweighs the flaws as most of them are new author mistakes. The Rise of Light does meet industry standards. Then we shall continue. Earlier in the show, I read the blurb for The Rise of Light. Let's hear how Max explained the book in his own words. Excerpt from episode 32, author chat with Max B. Sternberg. Max, as we near the close of the interview, tell us in your own words what The Rise of Light is about. This story is about broken people who come together and are healed by the power of God. This story is Old Testament and New Testament scripture with an action-adventure plot and an undead apocalypse that plagues the last kingdom in that world. Uh, This story is about love conquering all things that come against it. And it looks super cool in the process. End of excerpt. As we have mentioned, the genre of The Rise of Light is Christian fantasy. The book is broken up into three parts called Acts. Each act has a Bible verse under the title. For example, Act 2, The Rumors. 
It is the glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings is to search things out. Proverbs 25.2 ESV. There are other paraphrased Bible verses scattered throughout the tale. I thought it was a nice touch and helpful to the readers that all the verses used for the rise of light are listed in the back of the book. We like this use of the scripture as it added some foreshadowing and intrigue and mystery to the story. Another nice addition that I liked and found useful was the map of the kingdom of Zalon that Max B. Sternberg added to the front of the book. Although the book contains scriptures, it's not just for believers. I'll let the author, Max B. Sternberg, tell us what audience The Rise of Light is geared to. Except from Episode 32, Author Chat with Max B. Sternberg. That brings us to what audience is The Rise of Light geared to. Well, I'd like to think everyone. You know, I think everyone should read it. But yeah, I mean, if you like action, if you like adventure, humor, uh, mystery, intrigue, fantasy, uh, undead, zombies, uh, if you're a big fan of Lord of the Rings or you know Chronicles of Narnia, or if you just like to read or listen to audiobooks, this may be the book and series for you. I will say that this uh, does deal with real topics, and it's not a sugar-coated, hyper-grace biblical message. Uh, if your kids don't know about things like abuse or, in later books, uh, addiction, uh, I would wait to show them until they do know. End of excerpt. Although a Christian fantasy, Leon Rise deals with real-life issues, neglect from a father that puts work before family, mental and physical abuse from that same father. That all comes to a head when Leon returns home from his military service. Upon his arrival, Leon learns his mother has had an accident. His sister has entered into an arranged marriage, and his older brother is, well, still a pain in his side. Before the night is done, Leon is vanquished from the family and told to leave the estate at once. With nothing but the clothes on his back and his spear that he knocked off the wall as he sprang over the banister of the staircase, Leon begins his journey that soon becomes a spiritual journey as well. As mentioned before, the author did an excellent job with character development, not just with main characters, but the secondary characters as well. Leon meets a host of people on his journey. Some have special powers, some thrive on destruction, but all are well done. This book contains angels, dragons, and giants, along with witches, gnomes, and dwarfs. And no story is complete without a lovable dog whose name is Kelleran. Kelleran can telepathically communicate with its owner, Myla. Myla, when the need arises, can be seen with fire coming from her fingertips. Those are only some of the characters you will meet in this fantasy story. Oh, and don't forget the zombies, known as the undead. The Rise of Light is a well-rounded fantasy book that contains the complete spectrum of a world that we have only visited in our dreams and our nightmares. After this quick news break, Joseph and I will return and award spotlights to the Rise of Light. Indie book and author news in a flash with Kelly Winkler. Filling in for Kelly Winkler today, Joseph Clay and Nina Turnipseed. Our friend John W. Wood has been a busy man. 
His latest release, The Ramblings of John W. Wood, hit the market last year. John's second installment in the Rico Garcia series, Morate, Resurrected, has been sent to the publisher and is scheduled for release later this year. Here's a short blurb of Morate, Resurrected. It has finally happened. Terrorists have purchased an atomic bomb known as a suitcase bomb. No one knows who they are or what the target is, just that someone has a nuclear bomb. A team of specialists reportedly killed during their last mission are reactivated. Their mission is assigned the code name Resurrection. They are to locate and neutralize both the bomb and the terrorist. In command is Captain Rico Garcia, United States Marine Corps. His handle is Morte. His military occupational specialty is MOS 2666 Speed Killer. The first book in the Rico Garcia series was titled Morte. Death is what I do. Spotlighting in the author had an author chat and reviewed that book back in episode 9. Book review, author chat, Morte, Death is What I Do by John W. Wood. We'll put a link to that podcast in the show notes. Kelly mentioned in an earlier news segment that Breathtaking, one of my favorite books by Courtney Turcott Bond, was going to be released in audiobook form soon. We are pleased to announce that Breathtaking is now available in audio format and can be purchased at over 50 outlets, including Amazon. Spotlighting the indie author had an author chat with Courtney Turcott Bond in episode 23 and reviewed Breathtaking in episode 24. The links to those podcasts will be in the show notes. Today's indie book and author news in a flash was brought to you by Chapel Graphics. That's graphics with an X, G-R-A-P-H-I-X. Chapel Graphics specializes in book cover design, interior formatting and EPUBs, as well as bookmarks, business cards, or anything else you might need printed. Contact Chapel Graphics at chapelgraphics at gmail.com for all your design and printing needs. Visit their Facebook page to see samples of their work. Links will be in the show notes. That will do it for this episode of Indie Book and Author News in a Flash. Now back to the spotlighting the indie author crew. I like all types of fantasy. This book made me laugh on more than one occasion, and being a Christian fantasy brought questions which made me think. Overall, The Rise of Light was an excellent read and a book that will help one escape the day-to-day grind of the world we live in. My personal rating for The Rise of Light by Max B. Sternberg is 4.75 spotlights out of 5. I, on the other hand, am not a fan of fantasy. However, I know a good book when I read one. I also add points for dedication and a serious literary effort. I'll award The Rise of Light by Max B. Sternberg 4.5 spotlights out of 5. The issues discussed in the From a Publisher Perspective segment did not weigh in our personal spotlight ratings. Since a lot of what is discussed in that segment is only speculation and or our preference, the points deducted from the overall rating is fractions of a point. Spotlighting the Indie Author Awards The Rise of Light by Max B. Sternberg. 4.5 spotlights out of 5. That rating earns The Rise of Light, a spot on Thunder Horse Publishing's highly recommended reading list, and a round of applause. 
Great job, Max. That puts the book review of The Rise of Light by Max B. Sternberg in the can. The links to purchase The Rise of Light and to learn more about the author, Max B. Sternberg, will be in the show notes. Once again, when searching for the book, Rise is spelt R-H-I-S-E. And Sternberg is spelt S-T-E-R-N-B-E-R-G. All of Max's social media links, website, and email can be found on his Spotlighting the Indie Author guest page. That link will also be in the show notes. I strongly believe that Max B. Sternberg has found his calling and will take the Christian fantasy genre by storm. Till we meet again, hugs, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm, kisses, Nina. I can't argue with that and will add that if Max continues to grow in the craft, he will be an author that we all get to say, I knew him back when. I'm looking forward to reading the next book in the Darkness Overcome series. That book is scheduled for release later this year. Our next show will air on June 15, 2021. It will be an author chat book review combo show. We'll be talking with John W. Wood about his latest release, The Ramblings of John W. Wood. After the chat will be the book review. Until we meet again, keep reading. As always, I shall leave you with information that you can use to impress your friends and family. A jiffy is an actual unit of time, most commonly interpreted as one one hundredth of a second. Opinions and or beliefs shared by any guest are not necessarily the opinions and or the beliefs of josephyclay.com, its affiliates, which includes spotlighting the indie author and its hosts. Music used in today's podcast. Show intro and outro music, country intro for podcast by Alex Viola Mann, courtesy of Audio Jungle. Show background music, Never Stop Dreaming by Crescent Music courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated. Show segment, indie book and author news in a flash, intro of outro music, news intro, recorded by Maximilian, courtesy of Sound Bible. The show notes will contain the following. Links to the books reviewed on today's show, along with the author's or guest's website and social media accounts, if applicable. Links to the websites mentioned in the podcast. Contact information for Spotlighting the Indie Author. The link to Spotlighting the Indie Author's podcast webpage. Links to the bias of today's hosts. Links to Spotlighting the Indie Author's blog. The blog will include the music and sound effect credits, the technical data on the recording of today's show, and more. Links to josepheclay.com's website and blog. The crew of Spotlighting the Indie Author Thanks everyone for listening to today's podcast. Till we meet again on the airwaves, remember, a book makes a great beach companion. This was episode number 33, a 2021 production of Spotlighting the Indie Author, a josepheclay.com podcast.